This episode of WTF Wars of Food is brought to you by the Diplomat Beach Resort in Hollywood. Book your stay now at DiplomatResort.com. Live from Miami, Florida, TheFoodie.com presents WTF Where's the Food? With your host, Nick. Hello. What is going on, my hungry, my food friends? Thank you for joining us for another episode of WTF. Where's the food? This is episode number 17, and it's a good one, and I'll get to it, and who's on it, and all that fun stuff in just a second. But before, of course, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at TheFoodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. Of course, we've got an amazing website, TheFoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. Every week, I post an episode rundown. You kind of get links and see pictures, all that fun stuff, kind of bring a visual perspective to the episode. You can find it each and every week on TheFoodie.com. You can subscribe and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. We are there for you. If you listen to us on iTunes, I would appreciate it if you leave us a little review. But going back to this week's episode, episode number 17, I finally hired a bodyguard. I just want to let you guys know his name is Kiko Suarez, or as many of you in Miami know him as Guerrico con Kiko. He's joining me on the show today. Going to find out his story, how he became Guerrico con Kiko, how the name came about. I'm going to ask him to translate that for me in English, which just should be interesting. Also, his love for food. He really enjoys food and, and has loved food since a little kid growing up. And we'll play a quick game of What the Fudge? You know that game. Plus, I got some food news on Cheesecake Factory's brown bread, uh, a new kind of banana they're selling in Japan. Also, what McDonald's is bringing back to the menu. And so much more. Plus, the food porn of the week this week coming to us from at Dirt Dog LA. It's a hot dog restaurant in LA that is just hella food porn also the cocktail of the week brought to you by our friends over at spirited miami so what do you say let's jump into my conversation with my bodyguard officially my bodyguard guerrico con kiko kiko suarez so i mean you can't miss this guy if you see him walking down the street he's like an oversized teddy bear Gigantic teddy bear. If you know him personally, he might be scary in the outside, but he's nice and cuddly in the inside. I'm talking about, uh, you probably seen on Telemundo, NBC6, Kiko Suarez, or most people know you as Guerrico con Kiko. Guerrico, what's up, Nikki? What's going on, brother? Good, man. I'm good to be here. Thank you for having me, bro. Thanks for coming in, dude. So now, before we jump into your segment, I want to talk about you for a little bit, kind of like yeah. your history. Kind of, how'd you get started into the whole food industry? How'd you become a part of it, in a sense? Well, I mean, I started with through TV. Everything has gone basically through TV. But I started internship internship in uh, in radio actually at IOD. Okay. For Mandage, which was really cool. And then I've always I always knew I wanted to be in TV, and I always through my studies in college and working uh, at stations and learning the trade. I always watched food shows. Okay. Like food like segments or like school, a full. No, like anything food related. Okay. But it always had was always tied into TV because it was what I was watching, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, who knows chefs at the age of twelve or ten? Nobody, but you watch it on TV, like mm-hmm. I Can Cook and some other shows. Iron Chef, the original one in Japan, mm-hmm. and I always liked food. My dad cooks awesome, you know. Like mom cooks every day, but when special occasions, dad is the one that's gonna <laughs> cook. And uh, you know, being Cuban descent, you know, we always did a lot of whole animals and barbecuing. So 
I've always liked food and it was always tied in with TV and I've been doing TV. I always knew I wanted to do TV. So it's kind of like meant to be, you know? So you always want to do food TV or you want to do like more like a news anchor or something like that? Uh, no, nah, never news anchor. I always wanted to do TV. If it wasn't going to be with sports, something with food. And back then when I was thinking that, I'm not that old, but that wasn't <laughs> real too like how it is now. But growing up through that, when I got my chance and my opportunity, I, I try to take it and, you know, and it's kind of good. So you did the internship, and then you moved on to TV? Yeah, I worked at 7. I, learned, I cut my teeth at 7, editing. I was the first year editor of Bite with Belkies. Okay. So I uh, did it there, I, and then I went to CBS for a little bit. Worked with Bo Camper and uh, all those guys. I was Jim Barry's intern for a little while, too. And then uh, I got an opportunity at NBC and Telemundo, so I've been there. Forever, I think almost eleven years. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now you are are, are you originally from Miami? Yeah, yeah. Born and raised in Kendall Baptist Hospital, baby. I <laughs> Nineteen seventy-seven. <laughs> now, if you had to pick a food item to kind of describe you, what would it be? Oh, I thought there was no tough questions. That's not tough. If I'm going to describe myself, it's going to be a big old piece of brisket. Brisket, yeah. smoked, smoked, smoked. Yeah, it's not Texas style, <laughs> Miami style. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. Something soft, sweet, but big. <laughs> now, how'd you come up with your name, Querrico Con Kiko? Or, or the Querrico Con Kiko. Um, I, uh, I've been working, you know, I, I work at uh, Telemundo, so, uh, you know, Spanish is is, uh, is always a everyday part of life, even mm-hmm. though I, I speak both languages. But, um, you know, like every time I'm in my edit base and stuff like that, on my time off, I'm watching food before I had the segment. And uh, one of my buddies, JJ, who's our... Uh, News operator said, "You know, you're always watching food. You should do a show or a segment called and call it Carrico con Kiko because you're always looking at stuff. Rico, everybody <laughs> comes by my edit bays or I'm, I'm doing my stuff. I got food on, and everybody kind of always, you know, like and knowing a lot of restaurants and going to a lot of restaurants and being big fans of chefs, they always said everything you do is rico. So I said Carrico con Kiko. He came up with the name. Actually, I got to give him credit. So and it just works. And uh, being in Miami, it works both Spanish and English. 100. percent now, if you would translate that to someone who doesn't know Spanish, how would you say it? Uh, how delicious is Kiko? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be a little weird like that. It would be a little weird like that. But uh, I think what I do uh, doesn't need a language, you know? No. It's... Once you see the kind of stuff that we do, uh, I don't think you even need to talk just looking at the stuff that we cover because it's TV, Nick. It's not radio. I know. I know. It's TV. But it, uh, I think it translates. You don't need a you don't need a language. Now, when people watch your show, what's something they can expect? Something that's like your trademark that you always do. Uh, you're always gonna see me try it. Try it. Try it. React to it. And uh, in my segment, I do other segments. I produce other segments that have been very successful restaurant wise, like Alagarta, which is with Mariana from Telemundo. It's a little fancier, a little more, you know, with me. In the segment that I start in, uh, it just kind of gets the chef out of the kitchen and find out who's making these crazy dishes, you know, and who's uh, who's behind it. And, and it's a laid-back segment. It's cool. It's not too serious. We have fun with it. If I come across a chef that's a little uptight, give me like five minutes with him, and he'll be loose enough to, <laughs> to go and record something fun. And, and like I said, it's fun, but at the same time informative, and I only cover the best. So if I put my name on or if I see you or I show up, you know you're doing something right. Now, have you ever tried something at the restaurant, like on shoot, and it wasn't good, but it didn't make the final piece? Did you tell the chef? Um, no, no. For my segment, like Enrico, no, it hasn't happened. Okay. And I do a little research first, and I kind of, you know, it might not be as good as I thought it was, but it's never bad. 
for my for the segment that I produced with my with my uh, coworker Mariana Alagata, which she stars in that I produce, we did go one spot one time where. And obviously, I won't mention it, but the food, <laughs> you usually after these shoots, and you know, Nick, because you're a foodie too, you get to eat some of the stuff that you shoot or Correct. talk about or, mm-hmm. or blog about. And I'm all excited sitting down, and me and my camera guy are there, and I tried this, and I said, damn, how do we do this? This is crap. This is like, <laughs> this is like, like, like chain food maximum, like frozen, oh, just like I'm thinking frozen bags and and fish with no names and. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad, but whatever. You know, you got to just chalk it up and move on. And if somebody asks you, you don't recommend it. That's it. That's right. Or you you just don't um, you don't post about it. I don't like to yeah. shame restaurants. For sure. Or- for sure. You know, for that, I'll, I'll open up a secret handle and do it that way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not that's not the thing. It's you just don't visit it. Don't write about it. I think that, that should, that suffice, you know? Yeah. Now, do you have, um, out of all the segments you've done so far, do you have a favorite? Favorite on camera or favorite, like, food restaurant? Let's do on camera and then food. One of each. Some some fun segments. Uh, let's see. I did a fun segment. I think last year, a year and a half. I, I did it with Peter Miller from Red. Mm-hmm. You know, I call him Pete the Killer. He's one of my favorite chefs. He's uh, the steak master here in Miami, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I did a segment with him in English for uh, NBC, and then I also did one in Spanish. But the Spanish, Pete doesn't talk Spanish. So I said, you know, let's do it. Let's have fun with it. I cued him a couple of words. I gave him a little quick tutorial. And <laughs> I think the whole piece, he must have said like four words in Spanish. <laughs> but with his personality and, and how great he is, it worked. It worked out. You know, another one uh, I also did was with uh, Chef B at Nayara mm-hmm. when he first opened. Uh, I think it was there week one. And we were going to shoot uh, his uh, papaya salad. Fire. Oh, my God. Amazing. Amazing papaya salad. And uh, we had uh, Gronkowski show up. Oh, that's awesome. Through the back door and kind of put me in a headlock. And they towed <laughs> our car, our live truck, and had Gronk walk over uh, to the tow truck and uh, company. And, and get, get the our, car back. Get our car back. And and it was fun. Um, another fun one, too, that I did uh, was my shake. My shake and my burger. My shake I did at Boca's house mm-hmm. with... Uh, with the owner there, and, and it was great because it did a Kiko shake, and it had multiple balls of ice cream and a little, like, beach umbrella. It was really cool. You know, they got to sell it. Yeah. And the Pincho Burger, where we competed uh, some uh, other food celebrities, <laughs> like Evan Ben and, and Amber and the, and, the, and the food pugs, yeah. all my people. And nobody ever said it. I think I sold the most burgers. Everybody had their version. Mine was you a little sold bigger. the most. I think so. So are you calling them out right I, now? Oh, I've been calling him out. Please, that's what I do. I call him out. But I think mine sold the most. But they never told me. I got I to gotta go talk to <laughs> you gotta John. You got to follow up on that. Yeah, John and the, and the Pinch Boys over there to see who sold the most. <laughs> now, you've been part of Miami food scene for some time now. Do you like where Miami's headed? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Me and my wife, before uh, we had children, we picked spots uh, around the country just to go to the restaurant. That's what I do. Like, who Still goes, do. Who cares about the sites? <laughs> what time do they open? You know, I'm there to eat. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 uh, I know what's out there. I mean, if I, I want barbecue, we'll jump in the plane and go to Austin, take the kids with us. You know, but I, I think Miami definitely is booming right now, and and uh, I'm glad that I'm at this the right time because right now there's a lot of a lot of heavy hitters and people that know what they're doing are doing things before. It was like, you know, the best thing was Outback, you know, and now, <laughs> now you go to some really radical spots, and Miami's hot. Miami's hot. There you go. Now, what, what are some of your favorite spots to eat at right now? 
Ooh, favorite space to eat at. Uh, or it see. could be an, uh, an old favorite that you continue to go to because it's just that no, good. No, no, definitely. There's always go-tos. For old schools that I always have to have to go to is like Amanonera. Okay. Or Garcia Brothers. My boy David Garcia is over there. And uh, the Panco Minutas, the fish sandwiches, the, the best shrimp you can have is crazy. Um, again, Nayara, for me, uh, amazing restaurant. Chef B over there. The energy that he brings, the food is crazy. If I want sushi, Chef Danny's there. He's incredible on Instagram, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love him for that, too. But, you know, if it's food sucks, forget about his Instagram, you know? No, but he's great, and I, I like that over there. Um, let's see. Where else? Uh, Biblos is really good. My wife loves Biblos. What do you like? It's not about me. It's about you. <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot here. Now, is there, okay, how about this? Is there one restaurant, a new restaurant right now that you really love? You know, Kiki's is good. Kiki's, Kiki's on the river. Kiki's good. You know, like it's got a Sunday brunch party, but the food is solid, man. One of the best, solid. Uh, one of the best octopuses you mm-hmm. know, that I've had. Had it. It's delicious. It's, it's good. Now, yeah. have you had any thoughts or anybody approach you about expanding your segment to other markets? Well, yeah, I mean, um, like a syndication deal in a sense, but not really because you got to be there to film. You know, in a sense. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Right now. Right now, I uh, I put the trust in my in my boss's nigga on uh, my uh, my news director. Mm-hmm. Elga and uh, my GM Carballo and George Carballo, they uh, backed me up 100%. Mm-hmm. And not just because of my bosses, and I have to say that they give me the opportunity. They give me the opportunity of me as an editor come in as come up as a producer to now be on camera, which is a big deal. It doesn't really mm-hmm. happen yeah. in the industry. So they're willing to take that chance on me, and it's gone well. You know, like, like you know, like I don't mean to brag, but they gave me the opportunity. My director saw the vision. Her job is to kind of like put people in the right place. Mm-hmm. And she gave me the free will to do whatever. She's like, just like, don't mess it up. <laughs> Be yourself, but give me everything. And it's been hot right now, you know? And, and, and I got to admit, you know, I'm like the Cardi B right now of the food game. <laughs> I'm on fire, Nick. Do you edit all your your? I pieces? edit everything, yeah. I produce it. Obviously, I have my shooter with me, mm-hmm. Aldo Barreta and uh, Joel Rivero, which are my two top guns. And uh, um, our great camera guy, he, he shoots for me because I, I need somebody to shoot, you know? No, I know. You're the host. I'm just right. wondering, like, the process. So you bring yeah, back yeah, the yeah. footage. But in the and- game now, we call it a predator, producer, editor. And I just added a little one now of of my pieces. So it's um, you take a lot of pride in it because you put so much into it. You know, I mean, yeah. you put something into it, mm-hmm. and then it's uh, it's it starts to be. And people like it. So, you know, uh, hopefully it continues that way. But syndication, maybe national. But under my, <laughs> uh, under my company that I've owned the NBC with. <laughs> now, would you, have you ever considered opening up your own restaurant or bar? Yeah, I've I've talked about my wife about a sandwich shop. You know what? Because uh, where I live in Kendall, there's no other, there's no sandwich like the old school subs, like the chicken and cheese, uh-huh. the steak and cheese, or like the American cold cut, that kind of deal. Not Subway. Yeah, in Kendall where I live, there's nothing. And well, they're in the burbs. There's not a lot of stuff. There's a lot of chain. You know, like I'm from Westchester, born and raised there. So like, there's a lot of sub shops. You know, like the one on 67th where my buddy Greg owns. Or, uh, you know, like those sandwich shops. It would be like a Garrigo con Gigo subs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like have my wife do all the work and me just pop in and wave like a celebrity once in a while. But I think something easy. Something easy. Something, something easy. Yeah, because once you go into the restaurant, Nick, you know how you, you know tough. how you have friends. You There's no more weekends. Nope. And weekend for me, for my kids, is everything, you know? So, weekends or nights. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think we, I mean, we could, but I don't think we want to right now. But a sub shop. Man, I'm all in. You know? <laughs> now, do you like to cook personally at home? Yes. I like to cook personally, 
and my wife cooks personally just so everybody knows. Miss que rico con Kiko. <laughs> she cooks. But, you know, to be honest, I don't think she cooks as good as me. Let's be honest. You know. <laughs> so she's going to kill me for saying that. But she's solid. And then I'll give her some recipes or something to do. She'll knock it out. Uh-huh. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm glad you executed my menu perfectly. And she's like, <laughs> shut up. I made this. But we like to cook. We kind of take pride in it. So it's always like a little challenge to see who So makes. you've had to do a cook-off, like, just out the blue, out the gate. You versus your wife. What's the one dish you would cook that would knock it out of the park? Oh, my God. I do my short ribs. On some super sick risotto, a little shaved truffle, <laughs> game over. She'll probably throw some like lemon picard chicken that she makes or something. <laughs> now, have you ever thought about expanding the segment into a full length thirty minute show? Oh, definitely, definitely. Trust me, I drive my directors crazy with ideas, <laughs> and the doors are opening for me now, and I'm trying to push through. And but I have every opportunity, and every opportunity is given to me where I work, so I'm happy. And uh, I think uh, hopefully after they hear this, they'll. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm available Nick, too. I'm just tell saying. him, Nick. Tell I'm him. It's available. You know, we could work on something. You tell know? him. <laughs> no, but I, like I said, hopefully, I got a lot of things that I've got planned, and, and I think they are they're going to help me do it. So uh, a lot more to come. A lot more to come, and uh, we'll see what's up. So where do you see yourself in the next five, ten years? Oh, that's a good question. Just doing this, just doing what I love to do, which is, uh, you know, highlight chefs. Chefs to me are like rock stars. You know, mm-hmm. they're like they're like they're like actors, movie actors, and when they're doing the right thing and they have what they should be doing, it, it, to me, it's a beautiful thing. And I kind of want to just hang out with chefs and 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 talk about restaurants and talk about food and and just show people, you know, what me and you love. You know, and that's that's pretty much it. You know, and add myself to it. And if they like it, they like it. And if not, you can always unfollow me. You know? Now, if you weren't <laughs> now if you weren't doing this segment, what would you be doing? You think? Oh, I'd be a butcher. You'd be a butcher. Hands down. A butcher. I love uh, the art of butchery. I grew up, like I said, with my my dad. We had pigs, and uh, we would kill pigs and cook pigs, and there was an art to that. I think there is an art to that, and I would definitely have a butcher shop that we, once again, do not have where I live in Kendall and have, like, an artisanal place to go. Obviously, you know, there's other good spots. You can go here in Miami, but nothing where I live. And, yeah, uh, in the burbs. In the burbs. In the burbs where people live. Not yeah, everybody lives in Brickle, Nick. <laughs> I you don't know. live in Brooklyn. I live in the Burbs. Well, my brother does. I just want to make sure he hears that. You know, <laughs> but yeah, definitely butcher. Hands down, high end butcher though. Not like oh, high end. I got you. You know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> pretty much full steer breakdown. I like that. All right, so we're gonna play a game. It's right. uh, you, I'm gonna give you two things. You kind of pick this or that, and I call it what the fudge. You ready? Oh god! All, All right, right, here we go. Uh, fries or onion rings? Onion rings. Root beer or cream soda? Neither. Neither. Cake or pie? <laughs> That's a good one. Bro, you asked life altering questions. You know what? I'm gonna go pie. Pie, pie. Now, uh, are you a ham bar soap kind of guy or liquid soap? Ham bar. Ham bar. Now, uh, do you like butter or olive oil? Butter. Pancakes or omelets? <sighs> Dude. If you go to hop, what do you do? <laughs> you I'm gonna go both. omelets. I'm gonna you go omelets. Both. Uh baked or fried? Fried. Lobster or steak? Steak. And last but not least, hot dogs or hamburgers or cheeseburgers? Hamburgers right now. <laughs> well, Kiko, thank you for coming on the show. Tell people how they can follow you, watch you thank on you, TV. Thank you. My Instagram is Que Rico Con Kiko. Rico with a K. That R. Que Rico Con Kiko. <laughs> and Rico with a K and Facebook as well. Same handle. Check it out. All I have is uh, food pics and kids. <laughs> <laughs> 
And a big thank you to Kiko Suarez, a.k.a. Que Rico con Kiko, for coming on the show. Great conversation. And when you see him out in the streets, just just give him a big hug. Just go up to him, run up to him, give him a big hug. And ask him when he's going to come be my bodyguard again. <laughs> make sure you follow him, too, at Que Rico con Kiko on Instagram. And make sure you check him out on NBC6 and Telemundo 51 if you're in the South Florida area. How about we do some food news? Now, everyone's favorite, Cheesecake Factory, is bringing their famous brown bread to a grocery store near you. Check this out. The famous honey wheat bread will be available in a few varieties. The heat and serve dinner rolls, uh, mini baguettes, and ready-to-eat sandwich loaves. Now, Cheesecake Factory has said the bread will first launch in Winn-Dixie, Bilo, and Harvey's grocery stores with additional stores to follow. So for us down here in the South Florida area, Winn-Dixie is going to be your first spot to get that Cheesecake Factory brown bread. Now, have you ever just thought you didn't have to peel your banana when you eat it, right? I mean, I think about that all the time. Well, your dream is about to come true. Now, according to a Japanese publication called Rocket News 24, there's a company called DT Farms that have developed a banana peel you can eat. Say it isn't so. Now, they call it the Mongi, and these bananas are exclusive. They're only selling 10 weekly, and each banana is going to cost you $5.75. Still worth it, though. Now, last year, McDonald's released two new variations of their iconic Big Mac, right? The Mac Jr. and the Grand Mac. Now, reports are coming out that the Mac Jr. and Grand Mac are coming back. Now, the Big Mac, you already know, features uh, two beef patties with shredded lettuce, cheese, mac sauce, onions, and pickles between a sesame bun with a third slice of bread separating the patties. Now, the Mac Jr. only has one burger patty and no middle slice of bread, and the Grand Mac features a thicker quarter-pound beef patty, and you can look for these to hopefully appear at your local McDonald's soon crush all three now after a week of voting fans have officially decided on the next Krispy Kreme flavor the donut chain announced last week that for one week only this upcoming spring lemon glazed donuts will be on sale at all Krispy Kreme locations now lemon beat out the caramel the uh, blueberry flavor and the maple flavor as well so you can head to uh, your nearest Krispy Kreme later this spring to get that lemon glazed donut And that's all the food news for this week. Of course, you can get more food news right now on the website, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. How about we do the food porn of the week? And this week, it is from at Dirt Dog LA, at Dirt Dog LA. You can follow them now. And Dirt Dog is originally from LA, but they have uh, two locations in Vegas, I believe. It's a hot dog restaurant where they got fries and hot dogs and all kinds of just amazing out of this world hot dog creations and they posted a patty melt dog that they do it's topped with fries melted cheddar cheese chipotle alioli bacon bits it just looks insane and we need to have this down here in miami so if someone's listening that can do a hot dog crush this patty melt hot dog or Dirt Dog, just open a location down here in Miami. This just made my mouth water. You can see it for yourself on our Instagram right now, at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. And of course, if you find some food porn that you think we should highlight in the week, make sure to just tag us on Instagram, at the foodie as well. Tag us, and we'll look through it, and we'll definitely highlight them in some upcoming episodes. And now the cocktail of the week, of course, every week, brought to you by our friends over at Spirited Miami. Make sure to follow them at Spirited Miami. They have a great website, too. 
spiritedmiami.com. And speaking of Spirit in Miami, they're announcing the 2017 Pineapple Awards this Thursday. So February 1st, depends on when you're listening to it. But if you're listening to it before, Thursday, February 1st at 3.05 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook Live. The 2017 Pineapple Award winners celebrating the beverage industry in Miami. You might have voted for it on their website. Well, they're announcing the winners with thirstymag.com on Facebook Live Thursday, February 1st at 3.05 p.m. All the info on the website, too, for you, thefoodie.com. Now, back to the cocktail of the week. It's called the New York Beet Salad. Now, it comes to us from a traveling pop-up from Jian Chang, who works at the New York Speakeasy Angel Share. Now, Jian Chang is uh, doing a traveling pop-up right now called Double Chicken, Please. And they were recently in Miami. This drink is from the Miami one. They're going to Vegas and L.A. next. But check DoubleChickenPlease.com for the full list of dates. And it's a three-course cocktail experience. It is amazing. I highly recommend it. Well, back to the drink. It's the New York beet salad. It's from this traveling pop-up, Double Chicken Please. And it's uh, Bacardi Catablanco, beet, pineapple, lemon, cranberry, marshmallow yogurt, and black pepper. I mean, it's like a beet salad in a drink. It looks amazing. So amazing. This guy's just, Gian Chang, just crushing it. You can see it for yourself. I reposted it on the Instagram, at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. And, of course, make sure to follow my friends over at Spirited Miami for more cocktail news and features. And that's going to wrap up episode number 17. A big thank you to Kiko Suarez, a.k.a. my bodyguard, a.k.a. Guerrico con Kiko, for coming on the show. Truly appreciate it. And make sure you give him a follow at Guerrico con Kiko and check him out on NBC6 and Telemundo 51. You can subscribe and download wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. If you listen to us on iTunes, please leave us a review. I would truly appreciate it. And of course, now you can listen to all episodes on thefoodie.com as well. T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. If you don't want to download, it's too complicated, simple on the website for you. And of course, follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. I thank you guys for joining me on episode number 17 of WTF, Where's Food? That's the end. This is the wrap-up. My name is Nick. Thank you again for listening. And always remember to hashtag never stop eating. <laughs>